Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 manager who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. This is Miranda Mitchell, your host. And today I am diving into, once again, the importance of deconditioning, what deconditioning is, and what conditioning is. You have all heard me talk about the importance of deconditioning ourselves from social norms, from the expectations that we've put on ourselves based on society, based on our family, based on our own expectations of ourself because of beliefs that we have about ourselves, and how human design and being able to view the body graph gives you the opportunity to let go almost instantaneously where you've been conditioned. This does not mean this happens for everybody. It does depend on how much personal growth you have done previously, where you're at now, as far as in your personal growth, where you are at in knowing who you are and letting go of all the things that you believed yourself to be or should be. When you look at your human design chart, there is tangible evidence When you look at the chart and you see areas that are colored in, whether it be a shape, a hanging gate, a half a line, a whole channel, this is where you have the consistent energy. This is where you put energy out into the world. This is where you give. These are archetypes and lessons and areas that you have a theme in your life. When you are looking at the chart and you see white areas, whether it be a center, a shape, a line, a half line, these are all areas where you receive. You receive energy from your surroundings, from the people that you are around, from the environment that you are in. And this is also where a lot of conditioning and beliefs about self live. That doesn't mean that the defined areas, the colored in areas, don't have conditioning. We are all conditioned, especially as entrepreneurs, creatives, conscious leaders. We're all conditioned to work in a way that is not sustainable. We're all conditioned that success means you basically work your butt off until you get to a place that you feel that you are successful. However, usually we don't get to that place. And if we do get to that place, we're burnt out or sick or exhausted 
or don't even know why we started to begin with. In the undefined areas or the white areas, we get conditioned here because we are taking in energies from everybody else. So it truly depends on who you are around. If you are around a certain type of person that is very negative, very focused on traumas and negativity, then you take in that energy and amplify it and feel it yourself. Then when you are in another area and you're around a different person, you experience the energy in a different way. What happens here is we then don't understand why we are acting differently around different people. Most of us will recognize the fact that, ooh, that energy feels really heavy, or I don't like how I feel around them, so I won't be around them, which is basically an awareness of how they're affecting you. But when you have the awareness at a deeper level of when you recognize the fact that you have an open center and the reason that this is feeling so deeply and so enormous is because you're amplifying other person's energies. It's not your own. And when you have that awareness and acceptance, you can recognize that that is not you. Whereas if you don't have that recognition or the awareness, you may think that is you. You may then say, wow, I'm having an awful day or I don't feel right today. I don't feel like myself today. That is not truly you. That is the energy that you're taking in from someone or the energies around you. What happens when you are unaware of where you have these areas that you take in other people's energies and amplify them, you start to question yourself. You don't understand who you are. You may question who you are. You may put yourself under pressure. You may have this hundred pile list of to-do things you may be feeling emotions and you don't understand why they're so amplified. You may feel like you have all this energy, amplified work energy, and can never stop. These are all areas from the centers of the chart when you are variable energy, white energy, when you're taking in other people's energy. I just mentioned a couple examples. The examples with the emotional solar plexus was the emotions. If the emotional solar plexus is undefined or open, you take in other people's emotions, anxiety, anger, all of these emotions, when you're around them, you amplify it and you can feel it. And then all of a sudden you feel like, oh, my mood just shifted. Something's wrong. I, I'm not feeling that great anymore. My day is ruined. That is someone else's energy. It's not your own. Whereas if you are aware of the undefined or the open area and you are able to walk away, let go of that energy and reconnect to who you are, yourself, how you're feeling, then it wouldn't ruin your day. Or the root center. When I said that hundred list to-do list, the root center when it is undefined is about putting yourself under pressure to do all the things. Like you can't rest. You can't enjoy your life until you have all these things done. And as soon as you get all of these things done, your to-do list done, then you'll be able to relax with your friends or then you can go on your trip. The thing is, is the list is never done because you're constantly adding. So you're constantly under pressure to do more, to get more done. And then although you may hang out with your friends or may choose to go on a vacation, you still have that pressure to 
get things done. So it's still on your mind. Or the sacral. If you are a projector or a manifester or a reflector, reflector's energy is different. It's more like a sampling. They don't feel it as much as a manifester or a projector would as far as taking in the sacral energy. I know many projectors that feel superhuman. They're always going. They have all this energy. They're running all over the place. They don't know when enough is enough. That is the key phrase for the undefined sacral. You don't know when enough is enough. And that is because they're constantly taking in the energy of the generator types, which make up 70% of society. You're amplifying that energy and then you're doing, doing, doing. But what happens here is if you don't know that that is not your energy and it's borrowed energy, you end up burning yourself out. You end up getting sick because it's not your energy and you're not resting. Anywhere that there is open or undefined, we experience the energies variable. We experience them in a way that is different in who we're around, what environment we're in. And if we're not aware of that, we may then question ourselves. That is where self-doubt comes. That is where lack of belief comes. That is where loss of identity or not knowing who you are comes. That is where all the questions come from because it is all about variable energy and experiencing things differently all the time. So we don't understand why. Why am I experiencing it this way? What's wrong with me? Why can't I figure this out? Why do I feel this way now? And then later I feel this way. What's wrong with me? I know You have said that at one point in time in your life. We have all said it. Now with the definition or the defined areas, there is a consistent energy there. But with societal norms, depending especially in the U.S. on the way that we are supposed to be constantly working, making more money, making more contacts, constantly doing, making purpose in our lives, being successful, making something of ourselves, having a purpose. I know I just said that. Purposelessness. (laughs) The 28 shows up in my chart. So that's purposelessness. I feel like I have to have a purpose in life. If I have no purpose in life, then what the heck is life for? And I have an undefined G, so I don't know who I am. So how can I have a purpose if I don't even know who I am? Well, now, with the awareness of the undefined G, I say, I have variable energy. I get to be a chameleon. I choose my friends and my mentors wisely because I know I take in that identity. I can get lost in other people's identity. I need alone time so that I feel grounded. I need to have a connection to myself so I don't lose myself. Because of that awareness, I set myself up in a way that supports me. When you see the chart, it is the first step in seeing where you have consistent energy and where you have variable energy. Even if you do not know anything of what's in the chart, because a lot of people have gotten the chart or I've gotten on a call with them and they're like, oh my goodness, that is so much information. There's so many layers. Yes, there is. Take a breath. 
if you have your chart, you look at your chart on a subconscious level, you see this is where I have consistent energy in the red. It is unconscious. It means I may not resonate with it. It may be something deeper that I haven't connected with yet. In black, it's the conscious. This is usually something that I resonate with, that I feel into. In red, it's connection to this life, to this body, to this time. The black is the mind. It's the conscious. We have to connect with the red, the unconscious, the body, to be able to then connect with the mind. Otherwise, you can see why we live so much in the mind. It's the conscious. We've been conditioned to think things, to plan things, to write things down, to figure things out. And it's on the conscious side, which is what we resonate with. It's what we feel into. It, that is what was imprinted at the time of our birth. So it's like, yeah, that's who I am. But that's the mind. That's not the body. What about the body? The body is the unconscious. We have to be in our physical body. We're in this physical form. We're in this physical plane. We can't ignore our body. We can't ignore the unconscious and be all, all up in the mind, which is where most of society is. They're up in the mind. They're planning things and making things happen. For business, for conscious leaders, conscious creatives, conscious creatives, I feel like maybe if you're in dance and movement, you have a deeper connection to the body. Maybe that is why I did resonate a lot with my unconscious activations because I love dance. I love movement. I've had a deep connection to my body. However, when I was sick, I detached from my body. Therefore, I detached from the physical form. So conscious leaders, conscious creatives, conscious entrepreneurs, you can see how when we build our business, when we're creating our business, we get wrapped up in the mind. It's because it's on the conscious level. That's what we connect with. Then the conditioning of society tells us we need to figure it out. And then conditioning says, look at what that person's doing. Look at what they're doing over there. They're succeeding over there. So let's try that on. Let's try that on. I am not saying it's not an, a good idea to try things on, especially if you are a 3-5 or you have a 3 in your profile. Experimentation is what you're here to do. And even if you don't have a three in your profile, we all have all the lines in our chart. If you'll notice, when you look down on the left side with the red numbers and you look down on the right side with the black numbers, there's that decimal point. That is the line. So there's six lines. That means that there's six ways of experiencing that gate. I'm pretty sure most of us has at least a couple of those point threes. When you have a line three in any of the activations, it means you experiment and see what works in that gate. So we all experiment. We all try things on. I'm not saying never do that, but do it from a place that is curious, not right or wrong. When you go from a place of right or wrong, you try things out, you wouldn't say, well, that didn't work. I'm an idiot. How can I try that out? If you have a three line or have threes in your chart, you are here to try things out. So as an entrepreneur, conscious leader, creative, try things out. But from a place of curiosity, from a place of following your strategy, not following the mind. 
In business, everybody is doing things by looking at what everyone else is doing. Yes, try things on. But when it doesn't feel right and you do it anyway because someone else tells you to do it, there could be a couple things that happen. The first is you could get really frustrated and angry because it doesn't work out. It's hard. There's a struggle. When it doesn't feel right and it doesn't feel good for you, usually that means it's resistance. Usually that means it's not right for you. It may mean right now it's not right for you. It could be right later. But if you're feeling in that moment like this is hard, then it's not right for you. If you're externally looking at everyone else and getting all your ideas from everybody else, and then you choose to stick with an idea because someone else is doing it and they're being successful, but it doesn't feel good to you, it may work. You may make money. You may make lots of money, but it may not feel good to you. That's the provoking thought that I have about business here. It's not about not trying things on. It's not about not looking and seeing what other people are doing. It's asking yourself, how does this feel to me? And then make the decision to leave it if it doesn't feel good, even if you're making money. That's right. Even if you're making money. The reason I say that is because you can make money and you can not be happy. There are many people that hate their jobs, but they're making good money, but they're giving their life away. Is that what you want? Or do you want to maybe have a little bit more of a longer beginning phase? It takes a little longer to make the amount of money that you really want to be making and having so that you can continue to create, so you can travel, so you can support, so you can be of service. It may take you longer, but once you are there, it's a lot easier and there's flow and you trust. I like to teach everybody, business owner myself, to enjoy every moment and to be in every moment. Like you're already in that space that you envision as successful. And I say it that way because, you know, success means something different to everybody. It truly does. I know I've talked about this before with going into the gene keys. Human design, I feel like, is the tangible evidence first. That's how I came about it. The tangible evidence I saw on the chart, I could see where I had variable energy. I could see where I had consistent energy. I went deeper into the archetypes. I understood I had inadequacy. I understood I had all these fears. I understood I had to go into all this with courage. I understood I took in other people's emotions. I understood I had all this energy connected to my throat. I had three of the four motors connected to my throat, which made me understand I've been swallowing down all of my words for too long, which is what, what was making me sick, that I'm actually here to talk a lot, that I'm here to express. I saw all this. And then the Gene Keys is sitting back and reflecting on, wow, the 37th Gene Key in line four is my prosperity. That's my pearl. That's the mothering. That's the mother archetype. That's compassion, love, tension, strength through service through love of humanity, through love of humans. I read that the other day, that for me, it is through the love of humans. For me to love humans. I said that again, because if you haven't been here with me for a while, I did not trust humans. 
I did not trust anybody. It was me against the world. I had to do things my own. No one supported me. I did not trust humans. I did not love humans. It was me against every single person. It was just me, myself. I lived my entire life supporting myself since age 14. For me to love humans is my prosperity. How much work did I have to do on myself to get to that space? A lot. And I can honestly say now, through all of my deconditioning, letting go of the beliefs I've had about myself, realizing that I'm a chameleon and I morph myself into different things, realizing I'm a manigen, that I go full force into things. And then as soon as it no longer lights me up, I move on. Realizing that I have the 952, it's important for me to have stillness and focus. Realizing I needed alone time, a lot of alone time, and voicing it. Realizing that I'm here to speak. I have to stop swallowing down my words. Realizing that I'm here to provoke people, and then some people may not like me. Some people may say things to me. Realizing that it's not me, it's not that I'm a bad person, it's not that I'm mean, it's that we're out of frequency. All of these things through human design helped me realize this tangible evidence. Then, after all of that, I went into the gene keys. Then I went into the stillness. Then I went into the fine tuning. When I talk about deconditioning the voice, as I've been sharing for the last couple months, as I've been unfolding, my voice has been coming up since I started the podcast. The podcast, Provoking Prosperity, right? Provoking. That's my 39. Prosperity. That's my mothering. That's my tension. That's what I'm doing. Since I've started this podcast, my voice has become stronger. I released things that I have swallowed down for numerous, numerous years. That is also because of equine gestalt, doing the gestalt work, getting the anger out. I would have never believed I had anger. Never. I would have never voiced it because if I voiced it, it would hurt someone's feelings. I wasn't honoring my feelings. We are conditioned to put others first. We are conditioned to be quiet if we're going to hurt someone's feelings. We are conditioned to talk a certain way. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. We are conditioned to look a certain way. The deconditioning aspect is one of the most important, and this is why I focus on it so much especially for the voice. The reason I go into the voice is because there's a lot of different areas in the chart that the voice affects, not just the throat. When I mentioned I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings, that's, that's undefined emotional soul plexus. I want to keep the peace. When I didn't express myself because I didn't know who my identity was, that's because I was unsure of who I was. So there's many different aspects in the chart that actually conditions us to keep quiet. And human design gives you that ability to see it just by looking at the chart. Then you can go deeper into the chart. What type are you? What motors do you have defined? And what motors are connected to your throat? What gates are connected to your throat? What channels are connected to your throat? What centers are connected through channels to your throat? What beliefs do you have? Where are you conditioned? Where are you in fear? So you swallow things down. There's so many aspects with the voice. 
And once you're able to release those, work through the conditioning, work through your beliefs, work through all of that, plus actually see what you have connected to your throat and start expressing it through voice, then things start coming up. And I'm not saying it's easy because things happen. When you start to shift a pattern, there's chaos. So then again, it's like, do I step back and let myself be safe? Or do I let myself continue to move into releasing all of this conditioning, releasing all of these fears so that I can realign my life to what I am truly here to be and do? Yes, there's chaos. Yes, you may lose friends. You attract the energy and the frequency that you are at. If you lose people, it is because their frequency is not at yours. It doesn't mean to dumb yourself down. It doesn't mean to make yourself small. Because if you do that, you're keeping yourself at their frequency and they're keeping you stuck. You're letting them dictate. You have the choice. The deconditioning is where it's at. Knowing where you need this, knowing what you need deconditioned, being able to have a safe space to express it, to start channeling, to start using the voice in a safe space, to not hold things in, to not be fearful of what people will say, that's deconditioning the voice. That is deconditioning. It all goes together. It's not just one thing. It's not just the voice. You have to do the other stuff too. Because how are you going to express your authentic voice if you're still fearful that if you say something, someone may react in a way that you may have to defend yourself? That's not your authentic voice because you're staying fearful. So it's stepping into that. The deconditioning is the hardest. I've had people tell me it's the scariest. It's uncomfortable, but it is the most liberating because once you start speaking, And once you start being authentic, and once you start drawing and attracting those people that truly see you, that uplift you, that love you, that support you, that don't judge you, there is no holding you back. You have no idea what your life could be like. That's the deconditioning. I've been talking a lot on social media about deconditioning, about using the voice, about expression, self-expression through movement, through chanting, through dancing, through speaking, through safe spaces. Ask yourself right now, where are you not using your voice? And why? Ask that question of why. As a coach, we are said not to ask that question. Don't ask why, because then why is like shaming. This is with love and compassion towards yourself. Why am I not using my voice here? Oh, I'm afraid that they'll leave me. I'm afraid that they're going to yell at me or put me down and then I'll feel stupid or then I'll just close up and then I feel even worse because now they're putting me down and they're expressing themselves and I've closed up. I've closed my heart and become very cold. There's no judgment here. It's the awareness of where am I not using my voice? Why? And then what can I do? to stop this because you have a choice. You have the choice. If you have questions, please, as always, reach out either through social or my website. I'd love to connect. Be on the lookout 
for information on a masterclass. It's going to be called The Unfiltered. I go deeper into the different areas of conditioning and how to release them and to look at your chart and to actually see what do I have defined? What do I have connected to my throat? There's so many layers within this masterclass that's going to help support you in learning about where it is that you're, you're feeling stuck, what's happening with your self-expression, what is happening with your voice, and then having the awareness of, okay, this is what's happening. This is the mechanics of my voice. This is actually how I'm supposed to speak. How does this feel to me? Most of the time, it lights you up or it lights you up, but then you're like, oh, that's kind of scary. You'll get past that, I promise. The scary, you get past it when you do it over and over and over and over again in a place where you have the space to be heard, to be valued, to not be judged, and to be supported. That's what I'm here to do. I'm here to open that space for you. So be on the lookout for the unfiltered. If you want, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I always appreciate that. If you want to share anything, if you have a question, connect. I appreciate you. I love you. Till next time. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.